1: No timeouts for the Wolves, 4.7
2: seconds. And what is going on, everybody? Vince Wright is back with you live and direct, the sports governor himself from Minnesota. This is Sports Done Right, the one and only, you know, your true love in this great white snowy north here. Um, Listen, there's really only one thing we're going to talk about, and that's the Minnesota Vikings, We got the one and only Justin Ekstrom. He's going to be on the phone with us in just mere seconds, the Malacca pimp himself. And, I mean, that's just really anybody. That's all we care about. There's no baseball. There's no hockey. Basketball's done. It's all about these Minnesota Vikings. Um, We will touch later on. We'll get into a little bit of uh, the Gophers uh, coming up against Michigan. Big opening game here as the Big Ten is finally back. Um, real quick, let me tell you where you can find me or follow me, find the show. Um, follow me on Twitter at The Big Smooth One, Vince Wright. That's me, The Big Smooth One, the number one after The Big Smooth. You can find us on Instagram at Sports Done Right. That's my last name, W R I G H T. Really, just do a Google search. You'll find us on most streaming platforms, um, iTunes spotify stitcher i mean all over the place and with that let me bring in the one and only malacca pimp himself because let we just got to get on to these vikings justin justin ekstrom knsi radio st cloud minnesota what's happening bro
3: and what's happening with you man other than the uh invalidity that is our purple fandom right now goodness gracious is oh, this
2: a cesspool? okay hold the thought hold the thought ladies and gentlemen Justin, <laughs> as you hear him crack it up justin is also my co-host and um when we do get this north star sports podcast going again he will be the co-host along with me and yeah man let's just get to this ugliness that is the minnesota vikings um you know, I, I was on an Atlanta show. Shout out to Macy O'Hara Jr., the Crush Sports uh, Network down there in Atlanta. And I yeah, I was alluding that this could, very well could happen. You know, everybody is looking at Atlanta, Justin, as just this winless team. But a team, you know, hey, just, a, you know, what, two, three years removed from a Super Bowl, you know, make fun of them, do whatever, but at least they got there. And this team still does have talented players on it, so... You know, I mean, we, we were or are a one-win team. So, you know, we should definitely not be overlooking anybody. But, you know, give me your thoughts as the game opened up and what you were seeing and what you were feeling, brother.
3: Well, um, instead of deferring, we put our offense on the field right away, right? Yeah. We, uh, we we want to get it going. We want to show them that we are a high-powered offense that we are going to go up promptly, 7-0 on them, and they'll have to play catch-up. But that didn't happen. Kirk Cousins' very first pass intercepted. And ever ever since that, everything just was a complete snowball. Absolute. I, I watched the 22 film today, and it, it might be some of the grossest offensive line inability Decision making out of Kirk Cousins. Right. The defensive scheme. Like everything. There is nothing, nothing other than Justin Jefferson that I liked about this game.
2: I need to know that it's funny you mentioned that because I was talking with a friend of mine. And outside of Justin Jefferson, man, I mean, you know, Thielen's looking okay, but I mean, that's really the only shining star that we're seeing right now from, you know, the, the coaching to obviously what we're seeing on the field, Cousins' performance. And, you know, I, I appreciate him and his honesty, man, but it's time for him to man up and play some ball here.
3: This is – it. you know, you can say the right things all the time. And I'm, I'm not just saying Kirk Cousins. I'm saying Zimmer. I'm saying the front office. Oh, well, yeah, we believe in this person. It's just the player has gotten executed, you know. Well, eventually the, the coach has to put them in a position – in which they are going to succeed the most. I don't know what type of pissing match there is going on between coordinators, between the head coach, between the front office. I don't know what's going on there, but something just isn't right. It's like Zimmer continually is playing this bullheaded game where I I want to run, I want to run, and then when they don't run because they're down right away, well, I thought we should have ran the ball more. Well, (laughs) come on, man. Like when the game dictates, you got to pass and you got to set up the pass. And right now, that offensive line—they're pass blocking grades. I don't know if you saw some of that PFL, oh. but I think the highest one was like forty-six.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I I leave the stats to the young kids like you, my man. I I just use the old man eye test, is what I call it. And and that offensive line was just you know, it's it's garbage. Like a lot of other parts of this team right now. And, you know, I get it. They're not giving them time to to set up in the pocket or to, to find anything. But, you know, they had a chance to fix this offensive line, and they drafted a lot on the defensive side of the ball, which kind of surprised me. I think it's coming back to haunt them now because they're, I don't know, I mean, outside of maybe trading for a couple linemen, I don't know, you know, if there's any talent kind of down the road, second string, third string that can step in and, you know, somebody's got to decide that they want to block for this team, you know, and,
3: and
2: go ahead, go, go ahead. Finish your side. I got no, 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 that that, go right ahead. That was pretty much my thought. It's just you, you know, this offensive line, you know, and we'll, we'll go around to all the other positions. Trust me. There's plenty of uh, manure to spread around for this one, but let's just start with the offensive line, man. Give me your thoughts. Well,
3: how frustrating it is? I don't know if people notice this as much as I do, but like some of the next games that you watch throughout the day, you hear names like, you know, it wasn't throughout the day, but yesterday, uh, Mike Remmers, right. left guard for Kansas City Chiefs. Like, you see them running, running through him, him having a great game. Like you see all these other guys all the time. The offensive line is in shambles. Like, right. how many years has the Pittsburgh Steelers? like they're they're out down to like their third tackle or their their third center, you know, and somebody gets hurt and they just make do. I don't I don't understand how the Vikings continually get these guys that they have to have like this run zone blocking scheme and they can only do that well. Yeah. Well, when the game dictates and you can't run the ball anymore and you're down 23 to nothing, Like, I mean, (laughs) come come on. And then conversely, like we saw it in that Tennessee game, they're a run first, really good, solid team. They were down 13. Were they still running the ball? Absolutely. They're running the score. They're not running to just sit on the ball. They're running to attack. I I don't understand why we can't take that mentality. Obviously, Dalvin Cook out, but, you know, just just a – Eight days ago, everyone was telling me that Alexander Madison was just as good. So I, I don't know.
2: You know, I thought. Yeah,
3: yeah. What's going
2: on? And you know, hey, I don't think he was just as good, but I definitely thought he was a very able stand-in from what he did out, you know, in Seattle and and now you know other games he's played for us as well. He's definitely showed, you know, uh, flashes of brilliance. But he no, he is no Dalvin Cook, and. You know, as I looked at that, you know, the the blocking or lack thereof, it was just disappointing because I thought that they really would have went a little heavier on the offensive line, you know, drafting in. But what does the sports governor know, man? Um, folks, as I was saying, we got Justin Extra, my, my main man, Malacca, Minnesota's very own. Uh, He is on KNSI up in St. Cloud, Minnesota. He is also the co-host of the North Star Sports Podcast and also just a friend of yours, truly the sports governor of Minnesota, Vince Wright. Um, Justin, looking forward to um, having you over for the Gopher game this weekend. Hopefully that'll bring some sunshine to our life. But let's talk about (laughs) the quarterback play of the Minnesota Vikings.
3: <laughs> it's It's so hard not to go there right away right it's It's the same thing, so you watch that game at noon, you get done, you got the sour taste in your mouth, and then you see guys like Brady right afterwards, like he's locally that's what the game we were watching. You see Brady go ahead and do his thing right, and he's forty two years old and just destroys the Packers defense that was supposed to be good, like
2: yeah. You, you know. he,
3: is, he the, is he this big huge gunslinger that he's that he used to be? No. Is he kinda a little more of a check down Charlie? Yeah, but he he moves around in the pocket. He he got sacked three or four times too, but he just gets back up, yeah. talks to his offensive line, tells him where he wants the guys to kind of move so he can go to his strengths. Well, and he just picks apart this Packers defense that the Vikings seemingly couldn't get past.
2: And, you know, you're kind of getting to a point where I was going to try and take this conversation is, you know, I just think this team is really, it seems to be losing confidence in Cousins by the game now. And, you know, it, here, I, I just, I just did a Google search on Minnesota Vikings news. So here's articles that we're now starting to see that we weren't seeing, you know, just a few days ago. Could Vikings replace Kirk Cousins with Ohio State's star quarterback? Uh, Mike Zimmer never wanted the Vikings to sign Kirk Cousins at one Vikings uh, fan site. Um, how the Vikings could scrap their roster for draft picks. I mean, you know, on and on and on it goes. The thing is, man, I I had the Vikings at seven and nine. I in no way thought that they would start this. And I get it; it's COVID season. You know, some of the stuff's kind of out the window, but. The Vikings really, really suck. And if they come out, now, obviously, they got the bye next week. Who do they have coming out of the bye? I can check that. It's the
4: Packers.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Sure yeah, the no, Packers you're right. Yeah, the yeah it's the Packers. So, you know, yeah, you got that whole thing popping again. This time in Green Bay. Fans or no fans. it's gonna, You know, it's going to be cold outside.
3: Back. Think, think back eight days ago, right? The we're getting ready for a Monday night matchup against the Seattle Seahawks. Right? The, the, the people think they can win. Nah, not really. As the game goes on, oh my god! Just think, mm-hmm. these guys could be two and three. Just just think about that. Oh man! And then next week, Atlanta, they could be three and three. Like, oh, this could this this could be great. This could be amazing. And then the Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Vikings. And now eight days later, it's like all hope is lost. We have a bye week to retool. There, There is zero identity on defense. Like, I've said this, you and I, throughout the three years that we've known each other, two years, whatever it is, I've said this. Like, every once in a while, when you have a coach that is scheming, like he's a scheming type of defensive mind, Mm-hmm. And he's getting the players to go around the scheme. Well, eventually people find out that scheme. And I think his schematics have been found. It's There is no hiding. When the he's gig is anymore up. For some reason. Exactly. Yeah. The gig it's, is up, Zimmer. And now that he doesn't have the guys that he's been accustomed to going one-on-one or doing that... Cover two, Tampa. Yep. Look, whatever, whatever he likes to run, that double A gap blitz thing. People know it's coming. Yeah, people, a lot people of have a tendency to be able to pick it up. It's time to adjust, and it's just not working anymore.
2: Well, I thought that's where Kubiak came in.
3: You know, I mean, yeah, I thought he was going
2: to he keeps on getting right getting that Viking shit.
3: Yeah, he keeps on getting these coordinators that. And what, what is he uh, assistant head coach or whatever whatever his term is, um, you know he keeps on getting all these guys with head coaching experience that have won Super Bowls, it, and it's just not coming together. No, and eventually. It's not. And I I honestly don't know. I I like I, I actually like him quite a bit as a coach, and I think he can work. It's just not, and. I don't know what they got to do. Eventually, the players just gotta play, but they don't have the players that know how to play and win. For some reason, it's just if you're if you're looking to the side for Zimmer to tell you where to be, I I think you've already lost. Like you should know by game six, you know, you should you should know this by now. You
1: know, and it's just
3: it's so upsetting right now. I've never spent this long ripping a Mike Zimmer defense before because there has never been a need, but it's it's awful right now. And to yeah. have Kirk Cousins trying to gunsling his way in a shootout that you're not gonna win many games that way. Washington found that out. We should already know that's his MO. Like he he can't gunsling you to victory. He's uh, a really expensive game manager at this point and he doesn't even know how to manage a game.
2: I, I hear you. Between that, that, I'm sorry. Finish your thought.
3: Yeah, and I, I was just going to say that's a lot more negative than what I'm used to doing about this whole well, Minnesota Vikings thing. I try to, I try to do the old, well, you know, <laughs> it, hey, dude, be okay. <laughs> hey,
2: there's no reason to sugarcoat this shit, man. I mean, you know, they're they're a one in five team. I mean, wake up, Minnesota. That's what we're dealing with here. Um, Xavier Rhodes gone. Mackenzie Alexander gone. Trey Wayans gone and having success elsewhere. Um, You know, Mike Hughes, again, out of the lineup who, you know, I was was talking about Mike Hughes as we transitioned to the defensive side of the ball for a moment. Um, Because, honestly, at this time, Justin, I expected him to be one of the leaders on the defense. Um, he was an absolute stud coming out of Central Florida, was a huge fan of his, thought we got one of the steals in the draft. A quick, explosive guy's speed is just off the charts with him, and he just can't stay healthy. And obviously that's, you know, he's not trying to stay hurt, but it really hurt the development of this defense. And obviously now, like I said, with, with you know, big pieces of this defense gone, you know, you're seeing it. We're just getting picked apart out there.
3: Well, we, we saw him on Monday Night Football against Seattle, and, like, he was a hammer out there, like, preventing a touchdown towards the end, just the way, just knowing where to punch the ball out, just knowing body positioning of the receivers, that's his game. Like, he, when he's healthy, he is a dang good piece to any defense in the NFL. Right. He Can he go one-on-one on the outside? I don't think so, but he can get down and dirty... In that, you know, when it comes down to when push comes to shove, he's given up three, four inches to most of these receivers, and one of the strongest receivers in the whole entire league, he punches the ball out when all the receiver has to do is hold on to it. I believe that was DK Metcalf the first time, right? Right. Or was it Lockett? I can't remember. Either way, they're both really good receivers, Metcalf. and yeah. Yeah, but then Metcalf got the touchdown mere seconds later. Anyway. Right. Um, it's just it, – it. but you can't – a neck injury. Like, it, it stinks having a neck injury like that. How many times have you seen this? Like, look at Peyton Manning with his neck injury. Right. And exactly. we're talking about a cornerback here. <laughs> You tell me who uses their neck more than a cornerback. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and plus they're just young in general, man. I mean, that's the other thing too that's just hurting us. I mean, even barring injury, they're just young. And guess what? That It's going to take time.
3: It's that's just exactly going to take it. time. And when when you count on him being a little bit of a cornerstone, not not everyone can step into that role. Not everyone can step into that, you know, going into the slot, being a slot corner, and then moving on the outside when you have to and covering the big guys and the speedy guys. Sometimes playing zone, sometimes a, Zimmer, a Mike Zimmer scheme, like I said earlier, like it's basically a scheme, but Mike Hughes knows how to run it. Right. And without him on the field, you can you can kind of tell. Atlanta was taking advantage of the young guys. Um Julio Jones is just a bully out there. That's what he's always done. He's at the top of that first touchdown. All he basically did was square his hips, push a little bit, like what receivers are going to get away. And Cam Dantzler was was basically, I don't know, three, four, five yards away from the ball by the time yeah. it was in Julio Jones' hands. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not something Mike Hughes would give up. You know, and there's, yeah,
2: I mean, just young guys back there. Uh, Jeff Gladney as well. Um, you know, there's, they're just young, man. They're just young and it's going to take time. And that's another reason why really, you know, again, with Mike Hughes being out that, uh, that really hurts because again, this would have been Hughes's third year. You'd think he'd be very comfortable back there doing his thing, but man, oh. I just don't know. Let's let's talk about Zimmer here for a minute, because obviously the the drumbeat has started in some spots. Again, you're listening to Sports Done Right with Vince Wright, the sports governor. I have my main man, the one and only Justin Ekstrom on the phone. KNSI, St. Cloud Radio's uh, voice of reason when it comes to sports and uh, the one and only Malacca pimp for all you Malacca, Minnesota fans as well. Right, Justin?
3: Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people that know exactly where Malacca is. There but. you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, man.
2: There. So, Mike Zimmer, drum beats, you know, do we fire them? Um, a lot of people actually would like to see it. It's. I don't think it's going to happen unless this thing keeps going, you know, down the tube, so to speak. But I do think that it may be in play this year where I thought that, you know, they because they just extended them, COVID, you know, this obviously just not being a regular season, they'd probably let them ride it out. But, you know, if they keep losing, I guess anything's on the table. It is 2020.
3: Yeah, it, if you asked me a few weeks ago, I'm like, well, it would take a lot it would take a lot for Mike Zimmer to get fired in the middle of the season. Well, a lot has happened in the last few weeks where it, it kind of looks like he's lost the team. And this is, this is another thing that I've been kind of saying, I've been on the Twitters saying these things and I, I literally don't know. I don't know this. I have zero proof whatsoever, but I swear It feels like there is some differentiating going on between like the coaching staff, the front office, uh, maybe even ownership in the direction in which they wanted and in turn want this team to go. Like to me, it feels like Zimmer was never the cousin's guy. He never well, wanted Kirk
2: Cousins. You know, I'm skimming a, a article here right now that, you know, I, I just mentioned it a few minutes ago. But, um, yeah, saying that, you know, Zimmer never wanted Cousins. The, the website is called TheVikingAge.com. I'll be perfectly honest. I've never looked at that site. I'm pulling up the article right now here on Sports Done Right. And Mike Zimmer never wanted the Vikings to sign. This is by a gentleman, Adam Patrick. I guess I'll give him a little shout-out.
3: He's kind of, he's one you of those I'm... guys, Adam Patrick, uh, Adam Patrick, he's one of those guys that, as outlandish as some of the stuff may sound, him and Adam Carlson from the Viking Age, as outlandish as some of it sounds, they're usually in the okay. right direction.
2: Well, let's so just take...
3: he might be going conjecture just like me. So, go ahead, continue. Okay
2: um so big block letters minnesota vikings head coach was not a fan of the signing in 2018 during mike zimmer's first four years as head coach the team was able to experience success blah 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 um then came the 2018 offseason minnesota decided to break the bank and sign free agent quarterback Kirk cousins to a massive contract even though zimmer put on a smile during cousins cousins's introductory press conference Giving a free agent quarterback a ton of money is not something the Vikings head coach was okay with. Um, again, this is the vikingage.com website if you want to check out the rest of this article. Um, it's not a long one, but it kind of takes off from there. So, I can, you know, yeah, I guess I can see it. Um, the Vikings head coach took time to compliment Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater, and Sam Bradford. Um, this was during the 2018 scouting combine they're referring to here. Um, here's a quote from Rick, and then I'll let you uh, enter your thoughts there, Justin. Um, quote, the thing I told Rick Spielman, who's the Vikings general manager for people that don't know, was when we sat down to meetings, I said, look, we've won this many games in this many years because of this football team. Because we've played really good on defense for the most part this year obviously we played so much better on offense and we were able to go further than a lot of people thought we would so it's important that we continue to put the pieces in place on defense what i don't want to say excuse me what i don't want to do is say okay here's the one thing we're going to do this and we're going to to take that away from the rest of the things that have gotten us to this point so that's the other thing that he says um so, being the defensive mind that the head coach is here, Zimmer, he's you know still focused on the on the defense, despite you know having Case Keenum that explosive offensive year, obviously a NFC uh, championship run there. But going forward, is Zim long for the Minnesota Vikings?
3: You know, I. I don't think so. I'm still on the Zimmer wagon, but eventually, let, let's say this. Eventually, the pieces that he has are the pieces he has. Like, whether he wanted them there or not, he, as the head coach, as the play caller on defense, has to find a way to win. That's that's what the GM gives him the pieces. That's what the ownership says. You're a head coach. We get you what they're there. Eventually he's got to figure it out. Does he not? And Mm -hmm. as of now, he has not gotten to the mountaintop. And what he said, you know, that quote from him in the article that makes a whole bunch of sense. Like you don't want to pay one dude say, Hey, this is the one piece. Like how many, how many teams have said, Oh, we're a quarterback away. And then the next year they win the Super Bowl? Like, it's just, that's just not how it works. It's a team game. Like, you got to spread all your pieces around. What we've seen most is young teams hit on a quarterback, like a right. Russell Wilson, right. like a Patrick Mahomes. Like, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger a lot hey, more years ago.
2: You know, I was a huge fan, and I, I said it on uh, the uh, Crush Sports Network show that I was on a few days ago. I've, I've You know, you've heard me from last draft. I thought they should have took Jalen Hurts. With either twenty three or twenty five just kinda of setting themselves up for the, the new age of, of NFL football, whatever you want to call it, you know, dual threat quarterback or whatever. I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. I thought he would have fit in really, really good here, but I digress. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean you gotta you gotta hit. Like look at what Seattle did. They paid a whole boatload of money at the time for Matt Flynn from Green Bay. Like, they saw a little bit from him. They pay a whole bowl load of money to him, give him the contract. Then they draft Russell Wilson. The rest is history. Like, they got to build that defense because they hit at quarterback. Right. Well, not every quarterback is Russell Wilson. But eventually, what we're seeing now, we got five or six guys in the league right now that, as a Vikings fan, you look at them and you're like, God, I really want that. I really want, like, and these aren't guys that are all going at the top of the draft either. Like, look at Dak, Dak yeah, Prescott. Yeah. Like, you know, something I mean, yeah. he's heard, but now that's the thing. Like, you can find guys like him later on, second, third round.
2: Well, if you're doing your homework, you know, I mean, that's the other thing. And sometimes you just got to have the cojones to just you know pull the trigger, as they say, and take that shot, take a chance. You know, I mean, I realize, you know, a lot of people going, oh, you know, uh, again, I, I diverged to Jalen Hurts because that's who I was focused on. But, you know, a lot of people are just like, oh, well, you know, these guys will be there later, this and that. Sometimes, like Jalen, I had no problem with the Vikings taking him in that first round. Um, you know, I you don't really have to pay him true big time money, but I just thought that he would have been a good fit. Um, other quarterbacks we can talk about, but it's just not happening with Kirk Cousins. I don't think it will happen. I a hey, and I hope I'm wrong, Justin, but, you know, it is what it is, man, and, you know, here we are. We're at one and freaking
3: five, man. That's that's awful. Like, what happens if they had they gone 0 and, 0 and 5? Like, 0 and, say they go that, and then they go 0 and 6. Like, what, what are we talking if they're going 0-6? Because, I mean, they weren't that far away from doing that. Mm-hmm. You need a hapless a hapless Texas team, Texans team that lost their head coach right after losing to Mike Zimmer. So, <laughs> I mean, every game is really, really massive for Zimmer right now. And well, yeah. I don't know if he's ever going to figure it out this season. Like, what, what's the ceiling now? What are we talking ceiling?
2: Seven wins? Six wins? I had them at seven originally. I guess they can still technically get there if the season continues, man. I mean, you know, that's the other thing, too. We, You know, 2020's been a strange mofo. So, you know, they got to get through the season as well.
3: (laughs) NFC, the NFC least like, uh, six wins is going to get the Eagles or Cowboys into the playoffs. Like, Like, five or six wins could do it over there. Can we uh, uh, trade a first-round draft pick for playing in the NFC the rest of the year? I don't yeah, know. <laughs> no, nah, it ain't happening. I don't think that
2: works that way. <laughs> and you better wake up because, you know, like like we were saying, you got Green Bay coming off this bye, and, you know, obviously with their first loss, um, uh, really a, a complete ass-whooping down there in Tampa Bay. Um, props to Tyler Johnson, former Gopher. Glad to see him get his first touchdown from Tom Brady down there. But, you know – Vikings How about are...
3: that, man? The last three touchdowns we've seen at uh, Tyler Johnson all came at Raymond James Stadium.
2: Yeah, isn't that something? How sweet is that, that, that? Yeah, very nice. Keep it up down there for him. Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. I think got a little nicked up, so hopefully he'll be back uh, soon because he was having a just a phenomenal start to his NFL career down there. Um, let me ask you this on, on the Vikings here. So we've talked about the offense. we talked about the defense. we talked about the coaching staff. Um, You know, we're not obviously privy to Mark and Ziggy Wilf, the owners of this team, and what they may be thinking. Um, But obviously you can't let this continue because of just the sour taste in everybody else's mouth. Do Do the owners of this team have the guts to really if this thing continues to be like, you got to go now. I And the reason I asked that is because I've heard both sides of that story, Justin. Um, some folks, like I said earlier, they're going to, you know, Hey, they're, they're going to let him ride it out. Um, other people, depending on who you talk to are like, you know, Hey, if, if it continues, everything's on the table. So do you think the wolves could really pull the trigger on Zimmer this year? Because I think they I, can.
3: So, I, so I've, I've met both Mark and Ziggy, you know, not like handshake. Ooh, but I've been in you. their press rooms before. I've, I've sat right across from Mark Wilf while he's just kind of chatting with us. you gotta, you got to understand, it is a business, and these guys are businessmen. They've got all their money because they are good businessmen. If I guarantee you, if they do all the calculations and they think it's best to get rid of Zim after week seven or after week eight, they're gonna do it. That's what good businessmen, good good business women, good business owners. That's what they do. They figure out what's best for the team. Take the emotion out of it. What's best for the company? What's yeah? It is. Do, do they have an attachment to Zimmer? Absolutely. This is the guy they believe. Can give them the Vince Lombardi trophy, of course they have an emotional attachment to that guy, but the minute they don 't think he's the guy, he is gone and I'm not saying it's going to be like this callous that's it you're gone, but I mean they will they will do their well, this is what we think moving forward this is uh. and I've been on record lots of times saying that if Zim thinks he can't get the job done, I could see him mutually parting ways. To be yeah. honest with you, uh-huh. like right now he signed that, signed that extension, but had he not signed that extension and at the end of the year, he's like, ah, I think it's best. We just leave. Right. You know, like I could see he's the dude. Like if he doesn't think he can do it, he's, he's going to somehow just be like, I can't do it anymore. I got to go to my ranch and be with my super hot girlfriend. Right. You know? Exactly. Just,
2: well, but listen, the Wilfs
3: are businessmen. If they think it's the right move, they will do it. Hey.
2: Justin, I just realized, man, I've almost had you on here for 40 minutes. I told I told my man, hey, give me like 10 <laughs> minutes here. But this is what happens when you start talking with the one and only, the the, the man, the myth, the legend from Malacca, Minnesota, um, Justin Ekstrom. Justin, please go enjoy being the great father and husband that you are um i'm looking forward to seeing you this weekend and before you get out of here tell the folks where they can find you on social media and tell them about that knsi show as well
3: so uh it's just a local radio show am 1450 fm 99.3 knsi out of st cloud go to knsiradio.com you'll see some articles on there that i write usually high school sports but i mean that's where all this starts anyway right it's uh I, I enjoy doing that local high school sports stuff because that's where you get to meet and see all the good stories. Go so on Twitter, you can see me at, at the sports crib twenty-one, sports crib twenty one. Um, all one word, obviously, and that's it. Otherwise you just type in Justin X I'm usually one of the first people up there and
2: And so, there's uh, a reason. There's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, I got I got so many followers, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey man I, I,
3: seriously man i can't wait to see you this weekend it's
2: gonna be yeah great. it's gonna be fun all right hey again sorry man go have a great night and i will catch up with you this weekend
3: you got it man have a good show all right bye
2: all right the one and only just the next one want to say what up to KC Ingram out there in the chat room want to say now I can welcome everybody's week I, I wanted to get Justin we had some phone and some tech issues on the show last weekend so I wanted to make sure our phone lines were up and we're working getting him on right away and like I said I kept him for about 20 minutes past what I told him uh, but he's always a good sport man let's do this we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to end the show we're going to talk a little gopher football that's right the big 10 is back people and the Gophers right off the bat get the Michigan Wolverines the battle for the little brown jug is back on no more Rutgers games to worry about in the crossover alright we'll be right back I'm Vince Wright sports governor this is sports done right
1: ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen hear me and hear me good. good if you like sports if you like sports then you like the wait a minute show if you like co- comedy then you like the wait a minute show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the wait a minute show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani JB Bodie, JB and of course my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? Trey
3: Frazier, like the staff. This is the Barbershop Sportsball Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time.
1: Hi, this is Terry Cruz, actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind, like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind, like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama, like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency.
5: Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma.
1: Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's diploma to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Yet Council.
5: how i feel and i i know that i can't fake it i'll sing a song just for you anything you want me to i'll play it for you just for you i hope you feel the same thing too together we can never lose it's always for you Underneath the same sky I feel like the walls are closing in Peace that I find in you I feel like the walls are closing in With joy I hope I bring you just for you. Anything you want me to do, I'll play it for you. for you. Just for you. I hope you feel the same thing too. Together we can never lose. It's always for you.
1: My right leg longer than my left foot Put stripes next to square, still get a circle See spirits in people, I don't see color I'm a special mind, special yeah, a special kind. special kind Perceived in the South at a special time Covered in leaves of gold, scripture written in scroll Spoken so clearly in tongues so my children would come Look around, can't you see? The industry, It look like me I don't wear
4: the clothes you wear I'm just different and I don't care. It's kind of sad and it's a shame. Everyone wants to be the same. If you are listening here and now, I'm sure I can
1: show you how. It's okay to be afraid. Don't you wanna be special? I'm so spent, so bored, tired of one stupid dog. I eat nuclear waste and drink atomic bombs. Plutonium explodes, that's my trademark. Bust clouds inside, caught in brain for Gamma rays charge my system, now I'm going green. G-force in my veins, pump hydrozine. KT-13, a microphone beam. Cosmic juggernaut extraterrestrial beam. Rain supreme, once conceived, boy, they broke the mold. All this glory singing is getting totally out of control. No one's the attack no one up the clone. Invasion of the swagger snatches, aim for the dome. I don't wear the clothes
4: you wear, I'm just Friend and I don't care It's kind of sad and it's a shame Everyone wants to be the same If you are listening here and now I'm sure I can show you how It's okay to be afraid, don't you?
1: Just stood around in silence as I was being born. Was I quote unquote special, or was there something wrong? My skin was black, my heart was gold, and my tongue was silver. And the fact that I could talk already, that was a And I feel what I don't understand, so let me warn you. Especially when you just make too much noise about being normal. Unusual but beautiful. The bond and blessing. sumo School of Exceptional Youth. X-Men. Let me put something poetic into plain English. I'd rather die than to not be distinguished. The outsiders have no desires to be equal. When VIP stands for very insecure people. I don't wear the clothes you wear. I'm
4: just different and I don't care. It's kind of sad and it's a shame. Everyone Wants to be the same if you are listening here and now. I'm sure I can show you how. It's okay to be afraid.
1: Don't you wanna be special? S P E C I A L. Heavyweight in the game, T Tip the scale. I travel over the world back to ATL. I'm friends with the mayor. Truth sailor, a crusader, a natural orator, I need a DJ to be the illustrator. Let's get a dollar sign. I said my Gucci rhymes, I think it's tea time, don't need a co-sign. Timo is on the grind, I'm about to let it shine, hope in the skyline. Don't worry about mine, I can handle lies and watching bird eyes. I make them go blind, I don't just rap the rhyme.
4: It's different and I don't care, it's kind of sad and it's a shame, everyone wants to be the same, if you are listening here and now, I'm sure I can show you how, it's okay to be afraid, don't you want?
0: The votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody?
2: Vince Wright, the sports governor. and Now it is time. Big Ten football is back. Bring it home for the one and only Minnesota Gophers. Yo, let the Rousers play, Gopher fans. Football is back, finally. I hear you, Grant Horton, you SEC shill out there, whose Tennessee Volunteers suck! Oh, yes, Gopher football. The battle of the block M's. Minnesota, Michigan. Break it down, spell it out for me. M-I-N-N-E-S-O-T-A. Minnesota. Minnesota. Hey. And the gophers start off with a big task, that's right. Here's the thing. Okay. Big 10 football's back. All that 630 Saturday, we have the golden Gophers ranked number 21 going up against Michigan. Um, 17 in one poll 18 in another poll. So, you know, they're saying they're fairly matched, but here's the thing. And here's what you got to remember. Um, when you are speaking of these Golden Gophers and how things have changed in the P.J. Uh, Fleck just, you know, two, three years that he's been here. First off, the Gophers get players, are getting looks from players now that they never would have gotten before. And what you can say what you want about P.J. Fleck, but the kids buy into him. He coaches these kids up, him and his staff. And I just love what he's doing. Now, at some point, he's going to have to get paid again if he wants to stay, if this success continues because, you know, as, as you know, college football progresses and as it always happens, you know, he's going to get looks from other teams. Maybe Southern California doesn't like where their program may be headed. Maybe uh, Auburn's like, hey, you know, they're having issues with Mount Zahn down there and remember um, a certain team from up north – that beat them recently in a January one bowl game. And maybe we need to talk to that coach up there. So, you know, like I said, on another show I was on earlier this week, if you're Mark Coyle, the G, the uh, athletic director, you, and uh, hopefully they've had this talk privately. If I'm, if I'm the AD at Minnesota, it's like, look, if this thing progresses and you continue to do what you're doing, I want you here. I want to put a statue out front. I want to rename the stadium Fleck Field or or whatever you want to call it and realize that that's going to take the money if you are willing to stay, Mr. P.J. Fleck. What's that price? And let's just get it out there and let's just see if it can be done. I hope he stays, but we got a season to complete here under some very trying circumstances. Uh, COVID, playing schedules you know we've had teams that have gotten four or five games in the bank already and the Big Ten's just now starting out and to have to start with Michigan you know say what you will still a solid team but you know Michigan's always kind of just don't know and this may be a perfect opportunity to catch them off stride. You are playing at home. Granted, um, they will have some fans inside the fans that are going to be in Minneapolis at TCF bank stadium on the campus are members of the team's families. I think, you know, they'll probably let, uh, obviously coaches, families, things like that. in as well, um, people that work for the program probably will be able to get in so there you know there'll be a little bit of noise generated there but the thing that worries me about this game is the golden Gophers have lost seven starters on the defensive side of the ball so um, you know there's just really not a lot to go on because because of that so we're just gonna have to see how it plays out defensively I mean that's half of your more than half of your defense gone new starters but this is where the program now can start taking look we talk about next man up next man up right you're listening to sports done right with vince right the sports governor okay well now let's see if we can start having some guys step in and and you know some of these guys are going to be hard to replace obviously uh Uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., you just maybe don't replace. But if, you know, his replacement can come in and step up and, and play somewhere close, then that's a win. And if you can find a way to beat Michigan, get the little brown jug back, one of the oldest college trophies out there, and it's been a while since it's been here, I think since 2014 now, then you're off and running because if you can get past Michigan, you got Maryland and then Illinois, Illinois is going to be a tougher test. And then you're right back into the meat of the schedule with Iowa the following week after that, eight games, eight weeks, ain't no time to get down, man. You just got to do it. And PJ Fleck, if any coach can motivate the team can find a way to keep these guys focused, he's your guy. Now the thing that sucks for me as just a college football fan, I really wanted to see the Gophers play BYU this year. Um, BYU was on our pre preseason or our pre conference schedule. Was looking forward to a nice warm September afternoon because BYU's really good again this year. They're twelfth in both in both polls. They're five and zero. And that would have been the perfect bellwether game to really get a true assessment, I thought, of where we are heading into the conference schedule. So when COVID struck and obviously um, the the season was struck off, that one really ticked me off. Uh, Another game just in the conference that I was really looking forward to, a huge non-conference game this year, I don't know if you guys remember, I think uh, Ohio State was set to go out to Corvallis, Oregon to play the Oregon Ducks. And that was going to be a nice, huge one as well. Speaking of Ohio State, they're ranked at number five in both polls as we are set to start the Big Ten season. Actually got two votes for number one in the coaches poll. Um, but the Gophers, again, I, to be perfectly honest with you, I've got Nuggets here and there. I'm going to be following them a lot this week. But it's really, I think, on the defensive side of the ball. Mo Ibrahim running it. um, The return of Mr. Bateman, Rashad Bateman. Tanner Morgan back at quarterback. Offensive line looking okay. Um, Offense, I don't want to say they'll pick up right where they left off. But they should be all right. So it's all going to come down to that defensive side of the ball. And again, big, huge test with them big, nasty Wolverines coming to town Saturday night. Uh, I am having a nice little go for tailgate party with some folks over here, get the season going, some ribs, some barbecue, some other stuff. And really looking forward to that. But um, very excited for where Minnesota is progressing, obviously. And, you know, for once, it would just be nice if they can find a way to keep a, a rising coach like a PJ Fleck around if this thing does continue to uh, improve and you know this year and depending on how they look early let's get to that Big Ten Championship you know whatever it's going to look like people are like oh it's an aster season it's COVID it doesn't count Bull. you know <laughs> bullshit it does count and if the Gophers can get to Indianapolis or wherever the game may be played, the Big Ten Championship, usually in Indianapolis. (sighs) Loving it. Loving it because that means the program is progressing and the trajectory is going up and going in the right direction. But, yeah, that BYU game was a real big one because BYU's got a quarterback um, who is looking real good and uh, Zach Wilson is his name he's being mentioned as a borderline as of right now Heisman candidate he's thrown for over 1600 yards 12 touchdowns 1 interception quarterback rating 83.9 he ain't going to win the Heisman trophy but he's doing what he has to do he's one of those dual threat quarterbacks out there real fast runner and it just would have been a really good game like I said for the Gophers and BYU would have been actually a ranked game but it is what it is so gophers focusing in on that conference schedule no fans cardboard cutouts I got to get mine ready I I submitted mine or uh, will be submitting mine tomorrow so hopefully you will get to see the gov somewhere down there in the end zone where they're putting these things Um, what else do we got what else is going on with the golden gophers that's really about it Um, again huge game and I'm just I'm just really looking forward to it. Um, again, if this is a, a game the Gophers come out and win, Scott can be the limit. Rashad Bateman is back. Um, it, it does suck, obviously, that no no fans are going to be there. Obviously, I'm a little selfish being you know season ticket holder myself. I uh, was hoping maybe maybe they let a few of us in, but nope, ain't gonna happen. Um. Gophers' last game, as you remember, was the 31-24 win in the Outback Bowl, January 1st, against Auburn. Um, Just going through some fast, fun facts here. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Interesting. Minnesota's 13-2 in its last 15 games and has recorded wins against Auburn, Fresno State, Georgia Southern, Georgia Tech, Illinois, Maryland, Nebraska, Northwestern, Penn State, Purdue, Rutgers, South Dakota State, and Wisconsin. Just didn't beat Wisconsin last year when we really needed it. Minnesota's 13-2 mark ranks second in the Big Ten, only behind Ohio State, which is 14-1. Penn State and Iowa are 12-3. Wisconsin's 11 to 4 Michigan is 9 and 6. Um, oh, by the way, belated happy birthday PJ Fleck recently turned 40 years old. And Minnesota has won 19 straight non-conference games, which is the longest streak in the nation. Minnesota's last non-non-conference loss and I was at that game 2015 to number 2 ranked Texas Christian University. That's right. A beautiful summer night when the Horn Frogs came to town. Uh, Gophers made it interesting for a minute, but, um, you know, just uh, too strong. That was, a, who was that? Um, Taylor's quarterback. Yeah, they were just too strong. TCU that year. Last time Minnesota started the season with the Big Ten game was 1994 when it hosted Penn State. Minnesota played at Penn State in 1993, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. well, really no reason why you can't. You know, Michigan's going through the same thing. Michigan has, you know, not been a well, they've just been down, I think, for for you know what Michigan fans would tell you here. The hardball error has been hit and miss. They have not been able to beat Ohio State, which is all they really care about, and getting to national championship prominence. And this is another opportunity for a coach like PJ and a team like Minnesota to come in there and to keep the momentum going. And that's what will happen if, if, if they beat the Michigan Wolverines. All right, folks. I am Vince Wright, your sports governor. I am out of here. Thank you again for chatting with us. I want to thank everybody for popping in here, man. Sydney Jackson in the chat room. What's up? Make sure you catch us on demand. Justin Ekstrom, like I said, we went hard and heavy on the Minnesota Vikings. You see the title of the show, SOS. That Viking ship is down. The Dirty Birds came up north and really put it on us here. But with that being said, thank you for listening thank you for listening on demand listening live however you listen to sports done right we appreciate it the numbers are going up and let me tell you something there are some people that are noticing so things could get real fun for the future of this show as well all right y'all i am out of here have a great tuesday night it's snowed about what eight inches up here in the twin cities today if you can believe that nonsense i just don't get it <laughs> Yeah, get back to your corner because I am not ready for winter up here, but I guess it's arrived. All right, folks, Vikings are on the bye. Give us all another week to kind of chill the F out, and hopefully they can come back and find a way to beat the Green Bay Packers. Go Gophers. Got to get that win. Bring back the little brown jug. And with that, I am out of here. Be cool. Stay safe in them streets, people. And vote. Two weeks. Two weeks from tonight. Vote.
0: Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with sports done right.